There are 10 important rules to money. I learned some of these the hard way, and uh, some of them I learned easier. People taught me, and I was smart enough to listen. Wasn't always smart enough, but let me give you a few of these rules. Maybe they'll help you out. Number one, you have to do the opposite. When most people are putting money out, you have to be pulling money in. And when most people are pulling money in, you got to be putting it out. This contrarian approach is probably the fundamental rule to money. I'll give you a little example. Um, I was at the bookstore, Barnes and Noble, with my buddy. And I said to him, I said, you should buy this book. It was a good book that I've read before. He picked it up, a big, thick book. We walked down to the checkout. And uh, when he saw the price, when the lady was checking him out, it was a hundred and I think 120 bucks. And he was like, dude, I ain't spending 120 bucks on a book. So he wanted to pull his money back in instead of putting it out. And I looked at him and I looked down at his shoes. I said, what shoes are you wearing? And he said, Nikes, Jordans, I think. I said, how much do those shoes cost you? He said, $120. I said, see, you don't understand the rules of money. Most people are gladly put money out for things like shoes that don't do anything. There's no upside to shoes. Obviously, you need them in the moment, but uh, I'm fixing something over here on the ladder. <laughs> um, you know, there's no upside. This book, most people aren't going to put money out. They're going to pull their money back and say, hell no, I'm not spending 120 bucks on a book. But that book was a book by Charlie Munger uh, on everything he learned. He's, I think, 92 years old on becoming a billionaire. I said, man, you're thinking backwards. You have to learn to be contrary and go against the crowd. The second principle is be careful of spending money on things that rust, rot, and depreciate. Going back to my friend with his shoes, the day he buys those shoes for 120 bucks and walks out of that store with them on, if he tries to resell them on Craigslist or eBay or whatever, what is he gonna get for them? Maybe 20 bucks, maybe even if you could sell them. So most people are putting money into things that rust, rot, and depreciate. They're putting it into shoes. They're putting it into electronics. I read in the United States, you know, <clears throat> I think the number three or four thing people spend money on are electronic type stuff. And I, I'm not against, you know, having a computer, uh, especially a computer could be good, but having a big flat screen TV, that's great, but never be a fool. Understand that that's a depreciating item. And you should have most of your assets, most of your money in things that have the potential to have upside. And so... I learned this when I was, I don't know, 19, 20 years old. This old guy, Dr. Gordon Hazard, one of the richest men in Mississippi. I was in his pickup truck, and he was an old farmer. <clears throat> and we were driving through, and he said, Ty, look out there. You see all that land out there? I said, yeah. He said, well, every day I go to bed, I wake up, the land's worth a little bit more. It appreciates. He said, you see all those cows out there eating the grass? He said, every day, sun shines, rain falls, grass grows, and the cows eat that grass, and they get a little heavier. And he says, at the end of the year, I take them down and I sell them by the pound. So every day, those cows, the value is appreciating. And he looked at me and he said, Ty, never invest in things that rust, rot, and depreciate. Things that go down in value. And he told me, he said, you know, only things I have tie that depreciate are this old pickup truck. We were in a super old pickup truck, even though he was a millionaire. Uh, he said, I got a hammer and a crowbar in the back. And he said, if the economy gets bad, I could sell the hammer. His point was almost all of his net worth, almost all of his assets were in appreciating, uh, you know, were in things that appreciate. So this is tied into principle number one. When most people are putting money out, 
you should be pulling your money back in. When you see your friends spending money on stuff, let them spend it on you. I read about this billionaire who came to America from Turkey, and uh, he wanted to see if he could go three months without spending any money. So he went to Vegas, and of course, all these casinos, people always wanted to take him out because he was this rich guy, and he said, I didn't pay for anything for three months. So he was a smart guy. Not that you and I can always do that, but the concept was when most people come on a trip, they're spending tons of money. He figured out a way to get it for free. When I traveled around the world, you know, use your travel opportunity. Sometimes when I was in New Zealand, I got a job working and I saw more of New Zealand than every tourist and I was getting paid to be there. So that's a win-win situation. So that brings me to number three. And there's 10 of these. I'm going to do a talk, a uh, free live online talk if you want me to go through the full 10. These will change your life. I'm telling you, these are the tried and true principles of money that nobody teaches you in school, unfortunately. Very little of this is talked about in college. So uh if you want i'll put a little link maybe it'll pop up somewhere on the video or below the link click it or needed no payment needed it'll pop you over questions you can ask me but make sure you uh or when i when i was broke um and i had a little bit of money just enough to buy a plane ticket i started traveling around the world i figured out this win-win when most people most of my friends it was a win-lose so they would win in the sense that they got to travel the world and see new places, but their bank account lost. That's a win-lose. You never, I mean, you never want to lose-lose. That's the worst of all scenarios. A win-lose is a little better because there's some redeeming value to the activity, but a win-win can be pulled off uh, so much more often than people in scarcity mentality realize. Um, you can do this as an entrepreneur. You know, you can set up a business. Just think about somebody like um, Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, or Steve Jobs, or you name any of these people. They're doing what they like to do, and people are paying them. Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, or Messi, or Ronaldo, the, the soccer player, these guys are getting play, paid to do what they would do anyway. In fact, Michael Jordan used to have a clause in his contract called the love of the game clause, which said, I can play basketball whenever I want, because a lot of athletes in the offseason, they don't want them getting injured, so they can't. Um, you know, they can't play, but he's like, no, he said, I would do this even if I wasn't making money. And so you have to figure out financially how to move into that win-win scenario. Um, there's been times when I've been in lose-lose. That's the worst where I hate the job and my bank account's going down. I've been in situations where it's win-lose. I'm making money, but I don't really enjoy what I'm doing. And the ultimate, I call it level three activities. Level three is all about like, dude, I love this and I'm getting paid. And if you could pull that off uh, for the majority of your life, there'll always be times when you're not excited about life. Um, you know, nobody likes every minute of their life. It's okay to have variance. Uh, you know, there's this principle of philosophy called the hedonic machine, which basically says, would you want to always be happy at every moment? No, you need some contrast in your life. But the majority of your life, I say 85% of your life should be spent in a win-win scenario. So you must find this socially, you must find this financially, you must find this career-wise, and, and so on and so forth. It never ends that win-win principle. So these are three of them. I got seven more that are game changers. These three kind of build up to the little more advanced seven ones. That's why I'm trying to keep this video you know, under 10 minutes. So I know you got plenty to do, but click the link here, 